Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Okay, well, next week is the Calgary City Teachers Convention, February 14th and 15th. And typically these conventions uh, involve uh, a number of different speakers who, who discuss a variety of issues. One of the issues that was to have been discussed uh, at the uh, conference next week was uh, the issue of addiction. A conversation around uh, addiction or even particular, uh, you know, the challenges in, in helping young people uh, deal with, with addiction. Calgary Police uh, Service are going to be a part of this, a constable from, from the CPS, uh, along with someone by the name of Andrew Evans, who was billed as someone familiar with the struggles of addiction, that his message is one of hope. However, what the itinerary didn't mention early on is the fact that Andrew Evans is a convicted murderer, strangled a woman to death in Vancouver in 2007, was found guilty in 2009. Nicole Parisian was the victim was sentenced to life in prison without parole for 10 years, but one day parole three years early. Now works with the Alberta Adolescent Recovery Center. So once news of this broke this week, uh, the ATA initially stood by the decision to have him speak, uh, but uh, reversed that decision late yesterday. Joining us to talk more about all of this is Greg Jeffrey. is president of the Alberta Teachers Association. Greg, thank you so much for making some time for us here. Oh, it's my pleasure, Rob. Um... Good to talk with you again. All right. Well, and I appreciate you coming on to talk about this. So uh, you made the decision, I guess, uh, sometime late yesterday to, to reverse this? Yes. Uh, it, it took some while, a while for me to get the information. Uh, I, I had a conversation with the president of the Calgary City Teachers Convention. And at about 9 o'clock last night, as I was returning back from Calgary to Edmonton, uh, we made the decision that we were going to remove the, the session from the... Uh, the schedule of the teachers' convention. And why was that? Well, uh, we didn't become aware late last week, and I really did appreciate your introduction. Uh, we didn't become aware of all of the uh, the intricacies, I suppose, in this. Uh, we didn't know the story of the second speaker until late last week. Uh, we initially made the decision to carry on with the session uh, in the hopes that by sharing this story future tragedies could be prevented. But to be really blunt, Rob, we got it wrong on this one. We, we really got it wrong, and so we needed to correct that decision. What, what convinced you then that, that you did have it wrong? Oh, the, the responses that we got. Uh, there, I, when speaking with the president of the Teachers' Convention, uh, he mentioned he had had somewhere in the neighborhood of 400 emails, and not just from Alberta or Canada. These were coming from around the world. And uh, while the, we thought there might be some value in, in having this presentation, uh, the the other side of the scale so far outweighed the value that we, we knew we needed to uh, to fix this. 
Now, how did the, the event or how did these particular speakers, how did this come about in, in the first place then? Uh, it would, well, we've talked before how our conventions work. There are 10 of them in the province yeah. run by teacher volunteers. And, and they had initially booked a session offered by the Alberta Adolescent Recovery Centre. Uh, and as you said, a former constable with the Calgary Police Service was the lead speaker. And it mentioned there was another speaker coming from the AARC along with the constable. Uh, once the name of the second speaker got out and people who were more familiar with that story started weighing in, uh, the, the story became very clear. And, and that's when we knew, well, this is a big problem that we need to fix. Uh, so you've cancelled the speech. Uh, you've also decided to make a, a, a donation. We have. We are we are committed to reviewing our practices to ensure something like this doesn't happen again. We feel we can do much better than this. Uh, the association values certainly do not align uh, with uh, the story of this speaker. Uh, we're allies in supporting the survivors and combat, combating sexual violence. And we are very committed to the process of reconciliation and learning from Indigenous people uh, across Canada. We want justice for missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls. Again, we are sorry. And in recognition of the commitment to do better, we are making a $5,000 donation to the Stardale Women's Group in honour of Nicole Parisian. So in terms of the convention then next week, is this, this entire session is, is cancelled then? Yes, it is. It will not be presented. Uh, there, there are 600 approximately uh, breakout sessions at the Calgary City Teachers Convention. So there will, this will not give some of our teachers with, left with no place to go. Uh, so uh, we just removed it from the program. Uh, so again, to clarify, when, when did the ATA then become aware of the background of this speaker? I was late last week. It was being dealt with at the staff level, and I got informed at some point this week. This week's been a bit of a blur, Rob, so I couldn't give you the exact day. Uh, The internal decision, as I said, was to go on with it, uh, hoping that, you know, learning could take place from this particular tragedy. But as more of the story came out, we determined that that was, in fact, the wrong decision. What has, has ARC said anything about all of this, or have you been in communication with anyone from, from ARC about this? I have not heard anything yet from ARC, uh, but then I have not reached out to ARC as well. I'm presently working at another teacher's convention here in Edmonton, so uh, uh, if that's going to happen, it's going to have to wait for a bit because we're, we're fairly busy up here uh, running a convention for uh, 7,000 other teachers. Yeah. All right. Well, well, Greg, we'll leave it there for now. Uh, again, appreciate you making some time for us here today and coming on to talk about this. It's always a pleasure to talk with you, Rob. All right. Take care. Uh, that is Greg Jeffrey, president of the Alberta Teachers Association. Uh, yeah, they, they did get this wrong. And I, I suppose kudos to them for acknowledging as such. Uh, the statement they released on Tuesday however, was a little different. Said teachers are smart and thoughtful professionals capable of examining contentious issues and sensitive topics with critical thought. For this reason, the association's convention organizers do not shy away from scheduling controversial speakers or sessions. We trust in the professionalism of teachers to understand and appreciate different perspectives on issues that relate to their work. 
I mean, look, it, it obviously wasn't the ATA's decision to, to grant this guy individual or this particular individual early parole. It wasn't the ATA's decision to, to have him work at ARC. Apparently, he's even involved in the Calgary Rams rugby club. Uh, what this guy did was was pretty horrific. And again, this was only 2007 that this murder occurred. Nicole Parisian was strangled by Evans while working at an illegal massage parlor in Vancouver. Uh, Evans apparently flew into a rage because he was unable to get an erection. That's what led to this murder. That's why he did what he did. Now, it may well be that his story can be a warning to others. From what I've read, I don't know to what extent addiction was a factor in what he did. And I don't know that it's necessarily that the kind of message you want to send to people that if you're not careful, you might end up strangling a, a woman in a fit of rage. But at what point can somebody who's done something awful help make amends for what they've done by trying to act as a warning to others. And we've got a story about that coming up just after 3 o'clock. A young woman who was badly injured in an impaired driving accident who herself has become uh, an advocate on this issue wanted her perpetrator to be ordered by the judge to basically share a stage with her so that the story of what happened could be shared. And this has apparently been agreed to. So we are going to hear later on today from uh, this young woman why she sees some value in sharing the stage with the impaired driver who wreaks so much havoc on her life and what she hopes people can take from that. Now, a big difference, obviously, is that she's alive to tell that story. We're talking about a convicted killer here. And obviously, there were a lot of people who were very traumatized by all of this. Uh, One tweet that I read from someone who's experienced violence herself. She says, I've struggled with my response to this, but ultimately what the ATA needs to understand is that for myself and others who have survived this kind of violence, it's like watching our perpetrator be celebrated while again having our voices silent. Right, that he's on this, this billing for this conference. There's no mention of what he did. There's no mention of his victim. There's no mention of who she was. That she's kind of been forgotten. He gets to go on with his life. And now he's someone who's uh, celebrated as, come hear what he has to say. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.